Chapter Fourteen of Twenty Two Goblins by Soma Deva, translated by Arthur William Ryder. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Kirk Ziegler. Fourteenth Goblin, the man who changed into a woman at will, was his wife his or the other man's? So the king went back as before under the sisu tree, put the goblin on his shoulder, and started toward the monk. And as he walked along, the goblin told the king a story. There was a city called Shivapur in Nepal. Long ago a king named Glory Banner lived there, and he deserved the name. He laid the burden of government on his counsellor named Ocean of Wisdom, and devoted himself to a life of pleasure with his wife Moonbright. In course of time a daughter named Moonlight was born to them, pleasing as the moonlight to the eyes of men. When she grew up, she went one day in spring with her servants to a festival in the garden. There she was seen by a Brahmin youth named Mastermind, the son of Rich, who had come there to the festival. When he saw her plucking flowers with one arm uplifted, he went mad with love. His heart was taken captive by the gay maiden, and he was no longer master of his mind. He thought, Is she the goddess of love, plucking the spring flowers in person? Or is she a forest goddess come here to worship the springtime? Then the princess saw him, like a new god of love incarnate. The moment her eyes fell on him, she fell in love, forgetting her flowers and even her own limbs. While they looked on each other, lost in love like people in a picture, a great wail of anguish arose. They lifted their heads to learn what the matter was, and just then an elephant that had broken his chain, maddened by the scent of another mad elephant, came by, crushing people in his path. He had thrown off his driver, and the uncles hung from him as he ran, and every one fled in terror. But the youth mastermind ran up in a hurry and took the princess in his arms, and with a mixture of fear and love and modesty, she half embraced him as he carried her far out of the elephant's path. Then her people gradually gathered, and she went to the palace, looking at the youth and burning over the flame of love. And when the youth went home from the garden and thought, I cannot live, I cannot exist a moment without her. I must seek help from my teacher, Root, who is a thorough rogue. And so the day slowly passed. The next morning he went to his teacher, Root, and found him with his constant friend, Moon. He drew near, bowed, and told his desire, and the teacher laughed and promised to help him. So that wonderful rogue put a magic pill in his mouth, and thus changed himself into an old Brahmin. He put a second pill into Mastermind's mouth, which changed him into a lovely girl. Then that prince of rogues took him to the king and said, O king, this maiden has come a long distance to marry my only son. But my son has gone away, and I'm going to look for him. Please keep the girl, for you are a protector to be trusted while I'm looking for my son. The king was afraid of a curse, so he promised to do it, and summoning his daughter he said, Daughter, keep this maiden in your chamber, and let her live with you. So the girl took the Brahmin youth Mastermind in his girl form to her own apartments. When Root had gone away, Mastermind in his girl form lived with his beloved, and in a few days came to know her in an intimate and loving way as girlfriends do. Then, when he saw that she was pining away and tossing on her couch, he asked the princess one evening, My dear girl, why do you grow pale and thin day by day, grieving as if separated from your love? Tell me, why not trust a loving, innocent girl like me? If you will not tell me, I shall starve myself. 
and the princess trusted him and said after a little hesitation my dear girl why should i not trust you listen i will tell you one day i went to the spring festival in the garden there i saw a handsome brahmin youth fair as the moon but not so cold the sight of whom kindled my love for he adorned the garden as the springtime does while my eager eyes were feasting on his face a great mad elephant that had broken his chain came charging and thundering past like a black cloud in the dry season my servants scattered in terror and i was helpless but the brahmin youth took me in his arms and carried me far away i seemed to be in a sandal bath in a stream of nectar i cannot tell how i felt as i touched him presently my servants gathered around and i was brought here helpless i felt as if i had fallen from heaven to earth from that day i see in my thoughts my dear preserver beside me i embrace him in my dreams what need of more words i wear away the time thinking constantly of him and only him the fire of separation from the lord of my life devours me day and night when mastermind heard these welcome words he rejoiced and counted himself happy and thinking the time to reveal himself had come he took the pill from his mouth and disclosed his natural form and he said beautiful maiden i am he whom you bought and enslaved with a kindly glance in the garden i was sick at the separation from you so i took the form of a girl and came here so now bring heaven in a loving glance to my love-tortured heart when the princess saw that the lord of her life was beside her she was torn between love wonder and modesty and did not know what she ought to do so they were secretly married and lived there in supreme happiness mastermind lived in a double form by day he was a girl with the pill in his mouth by night a man without the pill after a time the brother-in-law of king glory banner gave his daughter with great pomp to a brahmin the son of the counsellor ocean of wisdom and the princess moonlight was invited to her cousin's wedding and went to her uncle's house and mastermind went with her in his girl form when the counsellor's son saw mastermind in his lovely girl form he was terribly smitten with the arrows of love his heart was stolen by the sham girl and he went home feeling lonely even with his wife it made him crazy to think of that lovely face when his father tried to soothe him he woke from his madness and stammered out his insane desire and his father was terribly distressed knowing that all this depended on another then the king learned the story and came there when the king saw his condition and perceived that he was seven parts gone in love he said how can i give him the girl who was entrusted to me by the brahmin yet without her he will be ten parts gone in love and will die and if he dies then his father the counsellor will die too and if the counsellor perishes my kingdom will perish what shall i do he consulted his counsellors and they said your majesty the first duty of a king is the preservation of the virtue of his people this is the fundamental principle and is established as such among counsellors if the counsellor is lost the fundamental principle is lost how then can the virtue be preserved so in this case it would be sinful to destroy the counsellor through his son you must by all means avoid the loss of virtue which would ensue give the brahmin's girl to the counsellor's son and when the brahmin returns further measures will suggest themselves to this the king agreed and promised to give the sham girl to the counsellor's son 
so mastermind in his girl form was brought from the chamber of the princess and he said to the king your majesty i was brought here by somebody for a given purpose if you give me to somebody else well and good you are the king right and wrong depend on you i will marry him to-day but only on one condition my husband shall go away immediately after the marriage and not return until he has been on a pilgrimage for six months otherwise i shall bite out my tongue so the counsellor's son was summoned and he joyfully assented he made the man his wife at once put the sham wife in a guarded room and started on a pilgrimage so mastermind lived there in his woman form when he realized that the counsellor's son would soon return mastermind fled by night and root heard the story and again assumed the form of an old brahmin he took his friend moon went to glory banner and said respectfully your majesty i have brought my son pray give me my daughter-in-law the king was afraid of a curse so he said brahman i do not know where your daughter-in-law has gone be merciful to atone for my carelessness i will give your son my own daughter the prince of rogues in the form of an old brahman angrily refused but the king finally persuaded him and with all due form married his daughter moonlight to moon who pretended to be the old brahman's son then root went home with the bride and bridegroom but then mastermind came and in the presence of root a great dispute arose between him and moon mastermind said moonlight should be given to me i married the girl first with my teacher's permission moon said fool what rights have you in my wife her father gave her to me in regular marriage so they disputed about the princess whom one had won by fraud and the other by force but they could reach no decision o king tell me whose wife is she resolve my doubts and remember the agreement about your head then the king said i think she is rightfully the wife of moon for she was married to him in the regular way by her father in the presence of her relatives mastermind married her secretly like a thief and when a thief takes things from other people it is never right when the goblin heard this he went back home as before and the king stuck to his purpose he went back again put the goblin on his shoulder and started from the sisu tree End of chapter 14. Recording by Kirk Ziegler, Ogden, Utah. Voiceovers by Kirk.com.